Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another podcast episode. Today's podcast episode features talks of alcohol, devastation, and a sheriff who's just trying to do the right thing. <laughs> You're not listening to Featuring Dez. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another podcast. Today is the next episode in me and my co-host's uh, ongoing series, Beer and Banshee. And for those that don't know what Beer and Banshee is, Beer and Banshee is a podcast with me and my good buddy Brandon here. Say hi, Brandon. Yo, what's up? And uh, me and my brand, my buddy Brandon here, we both love the series called Banshee. It was a bit of an underappreciated gem, so now we're going through re- re-watching the series. He's seen the entire series in its entirety. I have not. I've only made it up to season three. Yeah, you finished two yeah. seasons. And so now we're rewatching the entire series together, and uh, uh, I believe he's going to play catch-up. So Yeah, so in the last episode, Hood went to an art gallery and attempted, attempted to steal a piece of art. Right. But failed. Correct. And he had Job help him out to just escape and everything. And so he... He managed to escape, and um, he then gets back to Banshee with the help of Carrie, who was his getaway driver. Yep, yep. And so, he during the episode, uh, they finally got um, Proctor on mm-hmm. murder. Yep. Uh, and so, they nab a white supremacist who witnessed the murder... And got the hand of the dead guy, and so which is probably my favorite episode actually of of the season so far. That episode was hilarious. Great one liners, yes. Um, from 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 the likes of Joe, we had great liners from even Emmett. We had yes. uh, action. We had all kinds of good stuff. So yeah. And so at the very end of the episode, uh, the witness got taken away. That's right. That's right. From the hotel room he was staying at, mm-hmm. and. We don't know what happened to him yet. Yeah. So, but af- just after that, and we failed to bring this up in the last episode, but Job arrives in town. Woo! Job, I he he Job is amazing. <laughs> yes. I, yes. He was what well, he was sitting on the hood of Hood's car. Car, yeah. <laughs> just like, hey, honey, how's it going? <laughs> it was, yeah. It was a it was a great way to end. The episode, yeah, and so it's and that carries over into the fifth episode. Correct, correct. And I think, and honestly, I think they think that's a good way to uh, to end um, the uh, episode four because Job, as me and you have stated multiple times, is probably our favorite character. Yeah, the dude, the dude is so great, and so it's nice to actually have him in the city of Banshee now because before he was kind of just. Playing interference for for a hood from afar. Yeah, he was definitely, yeah, kind of like a I don't know puppet master. Kind yeah, of puppet, thing. he's like actually that, that's actually not a bad description. So, and uh, speaking of Job, iron, ironically enough, I actually think um, this is completely off subject, but I think the actor who plays Job Hoon Lee, I believe is his name. Yeah. I believe we may have found a replacement. Or a, or a successor, or a predecessor, rather, to the great Samuel Jackson. If Samuel Jackson ever decides to retire from acting, which won't happen, if he ever decides to retire from acting, Hoon Lee will take over as the guy with the greatest motherfuckers. Lines of, exactly. The guy, the guy who says motherfucker the most, and says it the most elegantly and charismatically, besides Samuel Jackson. He gives Samuel Jackson a run for his money, I'm not going to lie. Agreed. Absolutely. If you have not seen Banshee, and, and take, take this from us, Humley as an actor is great, but him as Job is even more amazing. And the way he do, he, he says the word motherfucker, it, it rivals. And, and the start of episode five it hits it's on that. Oh exactly. yes, exactly. Yes, I mean, oh my yes. god. Yes. So so speaking of episode five, so like we said, episode four four ended with the great Job joining the ranks of a uh, hood. And, uh, Hood and, and Sugar. Yeah, Hood and Sugar, yeah. Which, if you guys have not been keeping up, Sugar is the guy who owns the bar who helped Hood out whenever, you know, he took took the identity of the of the sheriff. Now, before I go on and talk more about this next episode, I'm going to take a toast of this beer. No, AK- it's actually mead. My dad made mead. Oh, that's right. That's and right. so we're trying it out. We're these little guinea pigs right now. Yeah. So today's episode will be called Mead and Banshee instead of Beer and Banshee. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's still Beer and Banshee, but we're just... Change the yeah. things up just a, just a little bit. Right, right. All right, man. Ah, mm. uh, tasty. Yeah, that's some good stuff. So the start of episode five, 
you see someone on a motorcycle mm-hmm. and just riding down the highway. Right. And who then passes a gang of motor like a motorcyclist. Yeah, bikers. Hit, 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 nudge, nudge, nod, yeah, nod. Right, right. Which yeah, they'll come back later. Right. And so the biker then the single biker goes off and hides himself or herself. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know the gen. We don't. We can't assume the gender yeah. just yet. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and in the background, you see an armored car the, for the money. Pe- the, uh, the the car that gets gets all the money from the base. Right. Right. And so the then the guy the biker takes off someone and it's Job and yeah. he calls up Hood and they talk about. Um, it's very, it's very clear that that Job, Sugar, and Hood are all um, um, pulling off a job together. Yeah, they're, they're, they're doing their they're doing their homework. Yeah, exactly. And so um, this is where all the motherfuckers come in. Yep, yep. And uh, this is when he hears Sugar for the first time. <laughs> and what was it? Jo- Job says like. Are we now a motherfucking committee now? Oh, yeah. Are we now a motherfucking committee? Because he doesn't... Because uh, in Job's defense, he doesn't know who Sugar is. All of a sudden, Sugar just speaks up on on, on speaker with Hood. And Job's like, who the hell is that? Because you know, in the past, it's just been Hood and Job that have done jobs. Yeah. Not not Hood, Job, and some third party. So, And so they have this little banter about what's going on mm-hmm. and whatnot. And Job just goes off like about being in the... The boonies. Yep, yep. And I was like h- hating all the damn cows. <laughs> Dude, he was hating so hard on those cows. He he, he literally, he, he, at one point in time in the episode, he stopped. He was like, fuck you and fuck, fuck all of you. Like, he was telling that towards, like, he was speaking towards the cows. Yeah, <laughs> that was like, probably the best scene, at least for me personally, in this episode. Yeah. Like, the way he just looks at these cows yeah. and says, fuck you, it yeah. just... Perfect. Yeah. I think once again, Job steals the spotlight for for best line delivery, best line, and probably best op- opening scene. Like Job, the, oh, yeah. he, he just does it all the time, and he, you can tell he's definitely so frustrated. And the Booney scene is definitely not his 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 type of vibe. Job is definitely a city guy. Oh yeah, he's definitely a city guy, and he's 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 frustrated, but he's here because you know um, his uh, his home base that he he does all his mastermind tricks from has been blown up. He's yep. been compromised due to the fact that Rabbit is on Hood's trail and Hood contacted uh, Job. So now Job needs to, you know, get some good money. Gu- he's guilty by association. Yeah, yeah. So Job needs to hide away from Rabbit, one. And then two, he needs a good, he needs uh, money back so he can build up his empire again. Yep. And so, and now, what's interesting about this episode, Brandon, is that I, for me, what I got out of this episode is I thought the underlying theme of this episode was uh, identity. Yeah, and the reason I say say identity is because so at um at, there's there's a part in the, at the episode where well I guess I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but uh, there there's a scene where like the Amish girl who I'm starting to dig I really like her she, she's definitely she's awesome. interesting she's yeah, very she, interesting she, she's battling herself yeah and so she's battling with, like because one part of her really loves being who she is, the, the little Amish girl, but also she doesn't want that to fully define her. And yeah. so she acts out. She goes to go sleep with Hood. She goes to go... She There's a scene where she stabs someone, man. Like, well, yeah. we didn't see the scene. But. Yeah, so, but just interesting, her, like, the inner turmoil that she's... Yeah, because, yeah, like you said, she loves the community yeah. she's from mm-hmm. and, yeah. like, the culture right. she is from. Mm-hmm. That, but She makes fun of it but loves it at the same time. Yeah, so it just... Her trying to see how far she could push those boundaries, right, right, like, and not get in too much trouble. Yeah, and it's and it's interesting because I love that line that she says, and the and the reply that Hood gives her. Uh, she says something about like I just don't know who I am, um, and and Hood and or struggling to be something like that. And Hood says I I understand. And he says, I've been there. And what's funny is that Hood is there right now right. in that state of mind because Hood, uh, part of Hood just wants to just let loose and be who he wants to be. But then the other half is he, he wants to help people. He wants to... Yeah, he, he's, he's definitely taking on the, the sheriff persona. Yeah, he's take, the job of sheriff, he's, take, he's taking it on. He's become a lot more serious about it. Yeah, because like initially we see Hood wanting just to protect... Yep. Uh, Carrie, right, and by extension, her, the girl, her children, yeah, her ch- the the children, mm-hmm. and then once he fully gets into the job, he then extends it out to the wider community, 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. And um. And it's kind and, of fu- and pretty much say a fuck you to Proctor. Yeah, and it's kind of funny you say. And and, and you, we definitely see the fuck you moment. Oh yeah. In this episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which we should get into, mm-hmm. uh, I talking about the episode because that biker gang mm-hmm. is. Oh yeah, because because so the episode starts. Uh, the episode the meat of this episode starts with a festival, right? Yeah, it's the it's a local festival and it's based off of. Native Native American uh, story that took place. Uh, right, right. It was something like about a, one of the Native American women. Something happened to her, and mm. just, a great deal of injustice happened. And somehow the town was able to turn it into a, a, f- a festival. festival and, and, and someone makes a comment about that. Yes, yes. I think it was Proctor later on. Right. Something like that. <clears throat> so, um, Carrie. Her two kids go to the festival. Mm-hmm. The cops are already there, you know, police and making sure no one gets like rowdy. And you see Proctor talking to the the son of the chief of the tribe, right? About the the hotels and stuff that you know that got blown up in the prior episode mm-hmm. or two. Yep, yep. With, in the with the MMA fighter and whatnot. Oh yeah, which was a great episode, like I've stated. So. Uh, there's that, and then, uh, when Carrie's walking around, the biker gang mm. says, says she's a hot, Carrie's a hot milf. Right. And so, the daughter pretty much, like, stands up and pretty much says, fuck you to the, the, the biker, biker gang right. to defend her mom, because it's like, how dare they do that to her mom? Yeah. So... And so the kids go off and enjoy the festival. The mom goes back to the car to get the asthma uh, inhaler for the son. Right. Because that that health issue comes up in the next episode. Yeah, it is. It is an ongoing thing, though. Like they 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 definitely do a very good job of building on things because they 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 show you multiple times since the beginning of the show that the son he's not in the best of health. Yeah. But it starts to become a lot more relevant as the series goes on, like right now. So. Yeah. So the Carrie gets back to the car and she's going back to the festival. Mm-hmm. The biker gang is there, and they they trap her, mm-hmm. and they're gonna start having their way or at least attempt to. Rape her, right? And um, so they get corner her in the alley, and um, she tries to defend herself. Mm-hmm. Can't. These guys are big. Yeah, it's like, it's it's big, about six or seven of them. Overwhelming. Four or five. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, but the, a, these are like think of your stereotypical big burly, yeah, big burly biker gang guys. Mm-hmm. And so sugar comes by. Mm-hmm. And he then, you know, like, he steps in, like, hey, stop this, let the lady go, mm-hmm. I'll get you, like, I'll buy you some drinks, I'll mm-hmm. get you some whatever. And they're, they're like, no, no, I, we want her. And like, he tries to defend her, mm-hmm. and he he's able to knock one guy out. Yeah, he was able to take out two guys, actually. Yeah. And, and I think that scene is kind of important because it goes to show you that, look, um, Sugar isn't just some random um, older, older guy. He used to be... A badass boxer, yeah, and he proves it. He drops two healthy guys, and so yeah, who are like way younger than he yeah, is. Yeah, and then one guy was uh, bigger than him too, so that was kind of interesting. So, and then like so, they pin Carrie on the ground after right. mm-hmm. Sugar gets taken out. Mm-hmm. They took Sugar out with a two by four or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah, and so a couple of them leave the alley, leaving one guy in the alley to do his business with Carrie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shaban notices something going on. Shaban is the other uh, the, fe- female, the, the lone the, female, the, the, lo- the only female officer on the force, right? And yeah. so she comes by and gets her gun out. It's like freeze, you know, yeah. stop, and gives him several warnings. And um, he points the gun at her, uh, and uh, but as, right about as he was about to shoot. Carrie takes the clip out, was able to manage to get the clip out mm-hmm. as uh, Siobhan shoots the guy and kills right. him because you right. know, he the guy is threatening both Carrie as well as her. So she's dealing with that and that aftermath of like, oh my god, I just killed someone. Yeah. And one of my favorite scenes is like just a little bit later is when uh Hood is talking to 
super Siobhan about mm-hmm. like like because he notices that she's a little shooken. Yeah, yeah. strong. Like, yeah. Which, which absolutely makes, makes sense. Makes sense. She just took her first human life. Yeah, that's, that's, I, and it's big... always hard, and that's right. that's what he brings up. Yeah. Like it's all like if you didn't have issues, like in a nutshell, he pretty much said if you didn't have any issues taking a life, if you had issues. Like, no issues at all. Yeah. There's a problem with you. Right, right. And so, because she's having, like, the struggle, he tells her, you still have your humanity left. Mm. And don't don't forget that you saved... Like, even though you killed someone, Mm. you saved someone else's life. Yeah. And I like that touching moment between the two of them. That they either, like, like, firmed up their relationship even Mm -hmm. more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's kind of interesting because touching is not something I would use to describe Banshee, um, but when Banshee does decides uh, decides to give you those moments, they they do them fairly good. Yeah, and um and I agree with you. That was a great scene, and um, an- another scene I like is the fact that like so we've we've stated before, if, especially if you've seen the show that Anna slash Carrie, she is a certified badass. Yes. Much much her and Hood before they both started their new lives. Both were, were were badasses oh, in their yeah. family life, and and it's kind of interesting. And we've seen in previous episodes when she's trained and taking out dudes, right? But it's, and she take out a whole slate of guards just to get to rabbit in one of one of the episodes, yeah, right? And, and, and then and then there's a part right where uh where like uh uh Anna slash Carrie is kind of like shaking up on the side, and Hood he gets out of the car all worried like Anna, are you okay? Are you okay? And she's like, Yeah, I'm all right. Some guy he got the better of me, and Hood stops. He's like, Wait, one guy. One guy, and it's kind of funny because usually one guy would be enough for most people, but but he knows Anna's a badass, so he's like, "Wait, yeah. one guy?" Yeah, I so like he was definitely taken aback, like just one. Mm-hmm. Like there was actually a few other guys. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, oh yeah." Okay. He's like, "Yeah." Like I, it's it's kind of yeah, because 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 most people cause, yeah, like he has. <laughs> Hood definitely has that trust in that she could take take her of herself. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, two maybe three guys mm-hmm. if she. Has that, like, at the same, at the same, at the same time. time, right, right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's that, tr- like, I like that trust. Trust, between, yeah, yeah. Going that one way. I'm with Because Carrie still has the issues yeah. of trust going towards Hood. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and so, so Brandon, I want to talk to you. So, this episode was actually, these pa- these two episodes were both entertaining. I yes. really, really dug them. It's very clear that Banshee gets better as it goes on. Because it's, it's a slow burn. It's a slow build. It builds oh, up. Yes. Right? Well, I want to talk to you about my favorite personal scene in episode uh, five, the one we're talking about. And episode five had a lot of great moments. Um, and one of my favorites is that, so in the middle of this festival um, is when Anna slash Carrie was attacked by this group of men and was almost raped. Well, in the middle of this commotion, these men came and tried to disrupt the... Uh, that Was that... Later. I think it was... Was it later? All I know or is... Was it the next, or was it the next day? Was, uh, yeah, I think it was the next day. Yeah, um, so the next day you, you find out that the little, the little Amish girl actually uh, attacked and stabbed uh, one of the uh, like sli- like I yeah. want to say stabbed, yeah, but more sli- like like because the biker came by. And oh right, like, right, right. You sli- like, she, she sliced, sliced them. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. she just pulls out this like huge she, knife yeah. from her sh- like boot and, and is like oh yeah. I see this amazing yell just like yeah. They cuts the guy. Mm-hmm. He cuts a bitch. Yeah, no, she... And, was, and that's what I mean by, like, when I say this Amish girl, she's interesting because... Um, and let, let's uh, bring it back a little bit. Uh, at the beginning of the of the festival, she was kind of there minding her own business, helping yeah, her... Yeah, because she, she was, like, helping minding a pie stand. Right, right. Because all the Amish brought mm-hmm. pies. Yeah. Like, I, I'm... I, I think it's just pies. Yeah, I think it might have been just pies. And I think the other uh, surrounding women were kind of making fun of her and shit-talking her. Yeah. Because, you know, she's different. And yeah, so she's, I think she was one of the younger yeah. of the group. All mm-hmm. the other Amish women in there were older. And, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So. And so she, and so she, so she's she's kind of she's getting shit from the people she loves in her community, in the Amish community, and then she doesn't quite necessarily fit in in uh, uh, the the town of Banshee because she's she's definitely on a bubble. She, yeah, she rep like has her one foot. In, Ban- the town of Banshee, yeah, and the other foot in the Amish community. Yeah, it's there's this weird, there's this weird sense of duality going on in this episode because you have you definitely have the Amish girl struggling with her stuff, and then after her and uh, Hood hook up and have more uh, sex time, she she has a very intimate moment with Hood and and, and it opens her soul to him, saying how she's struggling. Hood tells her the same thing, 
And then you find out Anna slash Care is dealing with that exact same thing yeah. at the very end of the episode. And 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 that that scene was so great because uh, Anna, like uh, one of the the local mothers, comes up to Anna and she's like, "Hey, we just want to let you know, yada yada." And one thing leads to another. And you find out that the mother's kind of been kind of shit talking, and Anna and her kids behind her back, and Anna kind of, specifically her daughter. Yeah, specifically her daughter. And so Carrie kind of switches back into animal. She's like, "I will cut a bitch if you shit talk my my, my daughter again." Okay, whoop, back to nice Carrie. Carry mother mode now Okay but, but anyway My favorite scene Actually in, in episode 5 Actually involves Whenever um, The Amish girl's father And her family Bring her to The Sheriff Hood Yeah so like But uh, Before this mm-hmm. you, he, you The mayor brings everyone Into right. the courthouse Right right To talk about what needs to be done. Yeah. Because everyone's scared after the attack. After the attack in the festival, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have Hood and uh, the mayor up front. And then like behind them are the three other officers. Right. So they're trying to figure out what the hell to do. Mm-hmm. And one guy like had a good back and forth between him and Hood. Right. It's like <laughs> about like policing and whatnot. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And he made the comment about uh uh Siobhan being a cheerleader and oh, Hood just fuck. went off fuck, yeah. on this guy. He just like yeah. lit into this guy. Yeah. Which is I mean, was, was, was that was that was that the, the the scene where Hood's like, hey what's your name? And the guy's like uh such and such. I'm George yeah. Is he like, oh George? Okay, shut the fuck up. Was that the yeah, like, <laughs> like, sit down and shut the fuck up and like he just shut the yeah. room up entirely. Yeah. And then after that proc I think Proctor already stood up. Yeah. What, and I growled up the crowd a little mm-hmm. bit. But like, I am going to bring my own guys in to make sure everyone is safe. Mm-hmm. I am going to like bring like a big uh, grill mm-hmm. or smoker or whatever yeah. to, like, and cook up a lot of meat for everyone. And mm-hmm. everyone gets a, fr- like a free little right. sandwich or whatever. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, yay! And so... <laughs> uh, and then Hood just, you know, just kind of said "fuck you" yeah. to Proctor. Cause but like, yeah, because Proctor is—he's basically embellishing the idea that they should bring in uh, hired guns to to protect yeah. the town. But that's 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 Hood and, the, and the, the deputies and officers of this town's job, not not Proctor's job. Yeah, and so Hood pretty much tells Proctor, "You do your job of being a business owner." Do let us do our jobs of policing. Please. Yep. And that shut Proctor yeah. up. And, and and Proctor thought that was a very fair fair point. Proctor's not one to just be shut shut up. But that's actually a very fair fair point. And honestly, you can definitely tell that Proctor's like, you know what? I'm gonna wait and see how this plays out. I'm not gonna. I'm go, I'm hood, hood, yeah. hood said his piece. I'm gonna wait and see how this plays out. Yeah, because like he knew, like Proctor knew that if he like fought back mm-hmm. in front of ev- like the whole town, mm-hmm. or at least. Like the big people in the crowd, like for the town, it could bite them in the ass. Right, right, and and as and as you and as you stated, in like I think our, our first podcast episode, uh, Proctor as a villain, he plays the long game. Yeah. Proctor, Proctor is okay with taking a taking a ill or taking a loss now if it means he 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 will ultimately take a victory here. Yeah, yes. yeah, and so and, and and that's how Proctor is, and plus Proctor knows how to how how to he knows how to sway a crowd too, as as as, yeah. as, he, as he demonstrated. In oh this yeah, episode. exactly. So. And then now after the whole this scene, scene. is your favorite, favorite scene. scene, right? Right. And and what happens here is that uh, the, the the Amish girls' uh, family brings her in because they want. What do they want? I, it's, they, the, I, as far as I'm aware, I could be wrong. Right. Right. That it, the Amish don't have like a police or something like that. Right. Like, right. They, they they follow don't... the rule. Like that if something happens within the community mm-hmm. that like, that they themselves can't handle themselves because mm-hmm. they usually like to try to handle it internally like, yeah right. but because this happened in a public space mm-hmm. she she needs to be taken care of and punished mm-hmm. and so she is forced to hand over her knife yeah and it's it's and it's a very cute slash awkward slash funny scene because because so so what we have here is you you have the uh, the, uh, the the Amish people who are very serious about the this 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 uh the, this uh event that just happened the, the the young girl just slashed a biker and they 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 feel very serious about this but Hood himself doesn't see it as a very serious yeah, offense I, or crime because he sees it as 
her defending not only herself, Self, yeah. but the other people in her like yeah. immediate vicinity from yeah. getting like attacked and yeah. whatnot. And, and it's kind of interesting because it's kind of interesting what the actor who plays Hood was able to do with just his eyes. He would he was able to convey the fact that he was entertained slash impressed. By by what was happening and by her by the Amish girl because he soon realized that there's more to her than than he realized yeah and like and he was liking that he was liking and he was intrigued as so we as as the as the viewers is are intrigued and she and the, the Amish girl has her head down she seems all like kind of like I'm ashamed of what He's I'm trying doing. to be contrite in front of yeah. her family right, like, right she doesn't want to be like the. Like rolling the eyes of like yeah. a teenage, like a typical yeah. kind of teenager mm-hmm. type of personality that she clearly wants to just like give the finger to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, the, at this moment, it's like, do I have to really do this? Yeah, like like, like me and you said earlier, she's <sighs> she's uh she's she's torn on she's torn on who she is and what she wants yes. to be. And so that right there, that court scene where her her family brings her in because she cut a biker. And Hood and Hood's just there, just like impressed. That's probably my favorite scene in the episode. Yeah, and he just like, I'm not gonna do anything. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need to get punished. Yeah, and then a good follow up uh, scene for that would be when uh, she came back to get it because the uh, the people she, Hood took the knife, and then she later later on that night came back to get the knife back from him. Yeah, and she, like as soon as like she enters Hood's bedroom, yeah, she just like takes off her, her yeah. dress is like boom, boom. she's naked, naked. Like, yeah, like Hood was just like. And and okay, the, I, he just like has his like okay, okay. kind of like yeah. face like. And you know what's interesting about that scene is that usually, um, when, when, when like and usually back in the day when a woman would like get undressed in a scene, usually the man has the power in that scene. Make no mistake, the Amish girl has the power oh, yeah, in the scene. She definitely she she's naked and and she's exposed, sure. But like, she, um, the, she, this scene she, says a lot about her. She knows he hood wants her. Yeah, like wants to be with her and just like. She's not gonna take shit from no yeah. man. And and honestly, that's how she is as a person, as as yeah. we later find out too. Like that, um, like that scene says a lot about her. Yeah, she's a very strong person. She 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 says a lot of learning about herself. She still has to do is all. But she still shows off a lot of strength. Right, like, right. By showing the vulnerability that mm-hmm. she's like completely naked mm-hmm. in front of this man. Yeah. But but yeah, that was my favorite scene, my boy Brandon. What was yours, my man, in episode and five? It's going back to Job. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. She, it's it's anything with Job at yeah. the very beginning is like telling the cows, fuck you. This dude is like Asian Samuel Jackson. It's yeah, great. so it's and no, and my other favorite scene, very end of the episode. Which one? Which one was the, that? The happy birthday thing. Oh, for Shaban. with Shaban, yeah. So because we, we have to cover. We have the to cover big, that. So the, the big important mm-hmm. thing that happened. Mm-hmm. The biker, like the quickly recap, like the quickly go over it. The bikers want vengeance. They take it on Shabon because she's the one who killed her fellow, the the other biker. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because they, they, they like they like what uh, shoot yeah, shoot up her house. They bring her so bring her out. They bring to, her like, to like lure her out by shooting in her house. Yeah, she gets out. Someone then. Lights like lights the entire house on, on fire. fire. Yeah, and this house has a lot of meaning for her because mm-hmm. she was born in a house, yeah. and like that's been in, that house has been in her family for quite a while. So she just like obviously and understandably just absolutely like loses it emotionally. Anyone would be like that yeah. and I, and, and, if they were in that situation. Yeah. And speaking, and it's funny you said that she kind of loses it emotionally. You could see it on her. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I wonder if the actress actually went hoarse from the yelling she did. Oh, I wouldn't. Because be, cause I, you would think that she, they would have to do a few takes. A few takes, yeah. She, I, she legit looked like oh, yeah, I, so... Like I, when Hook gets to the scene, mm-hmm. I, she's sitting over near the cop car just like... Blanket over her shoulders, hair is wet, mm. disheveled, and she just had like, like that dead eye look mm. of like, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah, and it's kind of funny you just described that that shot. That might be my might be my favorite shot yeah. in episode five, where she's just sitting there on that, the side of the road, just looks so defeated and so upset. Yeah, with, and, with, and so Hood, and, and the, the burned house is in the background. Oh yeah, and and Hood. Tells Siobhan, mm-hmm. you're staying with Emmett 
tonight. Yeah, tells and, her. Yeah, and Emma comes over and places like a comforting hand mm-hmm. on her. It's like it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Well, well, we're there for you. And it's not weird at all because Emma and Shaban are really, really good friends. Yeah, they're close. Yeah, they they they're, they're probably have the closest uh, par- uh, partnership and friend and bond yeah. out of everyone in the yeah, force. So, and so in a little bit. Hood finds finds out where these got the bikers are mm-hmm. through Proctor, who captured one of the bikers who mm-hmm. uh, through some torture. Yeah. Uh, well, they they didn't outright say it or mm-hmm. show it, but oh, yeah. we all know the biker got tortured, yeah. and so Hood just pff, takes off. Yeah. And then, and this kind of leads back to what what we said earlier when we say. Hood, Hood play plays the plays the long game. Hood stepped back. Well, I mean, it's not not Hood. Proctor stepped back once. Hood said, "Let us do police work. You can do your business thing." Proctor took a step back, and Proctor's like, "You know what? Fair enough. I'll do that." And once Proctor waited and saw that 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 Hood situation got a little bit out of hand, Proctor stepped in, offered his his services, and Hood took it. And like, I loved his comment to like Proctor, "What do you want?" Want. Yep. And then cut. Yep, and then cut. And we don't get to see what Proctor says to Hood. Yeah, so we as a viewer don't know no. what's like, because I'm pretty sure, like, if I remember right, it plays back. In yeah. Episodes. And that, and that's also a good thing. You only need to give the viewers as much as they need to know. Uh, exactly. Agreed. So you don't need to give them everything. And so. Withholding information sometimes builds for better dramatic effect. So. And so Hood takes off, mm-hmm. beats the shit out of uh, all the bikers, mm-hmm. rounds them up. Throws him in the back of the van yep. and tells Job take him to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And Job, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, he, he, he Job takes him to Cleveland specifically because you found out that, that that biker gang they have warrants in Cleveland. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. um, and uh, so that goes off, and then Joe uh, Pro- uh, next scene, mm-hmm. you see a package. Uh, no, you don't see the package just yet. Siobhan walks in, sits down, and she says, like, a packet, little packet, an envelope. Mm-hmm. It says, happy birthday mm-hmm. on it. She's like, she's like, who gave me this? Mm-hmm. So she opens it up and, like, really looks and, like, dumps, like, reaches in, like, it's one of the rings. And she just sits there, like, holy shit. Yeah. And she, I think she, she didn't say it, but she knew Hood was mm-hmm. the one. I Hood was the one that did it. Yeah, Hood clearly has not been following protocols since day one. And so. at that moment, Siobhan didn't give a shit. Yeah, she, she did not care. She got her vengeance back. Yeah, because because she got because I mean, I mean I'm sorry, but when you open up an envelope and you see the rings from, 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 from the biker for gang. all the for all of the members of the biker gang there, you know, so so some side justice was was put out. So yeah, so that pretty much ends episode five. Yeah. Episode six. Episode six. Uh, I forgot what. How, how did episode six start off for us, my man? Even uh, though we just watched. God, it. God, um, it's it's the prison scene. Oh shoot, yo! Episode six is mad stressful. Like this yeah. is this is one of the most stressful episodes. Yeah. So we will not like mind if you like start pacing it back and forth. Yeah. In your room as you watch this episode, because yeah, it is stressful watching. What the hell is going to happen with Hood? Mm-hmm. So, you see him back in prison get beat the fuck up. Yeah. By the albino. Yeah. And so, and so but before we get into who the albino is, um, Hood is in prison and Rabbit is there. The man who he stole from. And, and Rabbit is like, I will make your time here in prison a living hell. And then all of a sudden Rabbit gets up and all you see is these men coming to beat yeah, the Yeah, because like, uh, Rabbit wants to know where his daughter is. Right, right. And you know, and... Hood won't, I mean, Hood won't give it to him. Yeah, he's, Hood has high morals, high, high, high right. character. Mm-hmm. When, like, he's not, like, you know, sn- snitches get stitches. Yeah, I mean, you can clearly tell that Hood is afraid in this scene. Yeah. But, 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 he's, but he's, he still sticks to his personal code. Yeah, so then Rabbit gets up, and then the albino comes in. Which the albino... Like, we, you see glimpses of in the previous right. flashbacks. Yep, yep. But now you actually see him full on. He, this guy is, uh, he's not like a 
actual the guy who plays him is not an actual albino. Right. But he's he's they call him the albino is more of a nickname because he's super super pale and no, he basically no he is actual albino yeah. in the, for the story for, for the story. story right 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 so uh, but he is just absolutely ripped mm. I mean think of the guys from three hundred <laughs> yeah kind of, kind of like that kind of ripped like yeah. muscles on muscles kind of thing oh yeah and he just starts wailing. On hood, and yeah. he takes out a knife and just like stabs him like right in the, like the side of the stomach, and just slowly just like makes a huge cut, like going in, into his back. Oh yeah, and, and hood is like just screaming bloody murder. Yeah, and it was he has he has this line too. While, <clears throat> while hood's lying on the ground there, the helpless and defenseless, he whispers slowly in hood's ear. He's like, I just I know just how deep to go. And and it's, and it's like at that moment you realize that Hood is in for some shit. Yeah. So. And so that is the end of the opening scene. Boom. Opening credits. Yep. And then you see a bus pull up after yep. the end, end of the credits. Mm. And you see a guy get off, light up a cigarette. Mm. And then right in his view, he sees Shaban and Hood. He didn't realize, like, just talking and doing, like, but, like, and laughing and joking around. Yeah, he didn't realize that that was Hood at first. Yeah, because yeah. like, like Hood had his back to him. Mm-hmm. And it was way kind of in the distance. Mm-hmm. And then Hood turns around and gets in his car after him and Siobhan finish talking. Mm-hmm. And he's like, holy shit, mm-hmm. I know who that is. So. Yeah. And... It- and right then and there, that's when trouble starts to brew. Because <laughs> this guy, he knows Hood... From his uh, from his yeah, I'll take I'll take another drink. Yeah, yeah. this guy he knows this guy who notices Hood and Shaban. He knows Hood from from his prison days. He was in he's he served time with Hood, and uh, and this guy, he, um, how should I put this? He's one. He was he was down on his luck and uh, yeah. Because should we say it now or yeah. sh- this guy knew Hood from prison, mm-hmm. so it's like. How the hell am I gonna like reconnect with this guy? Yeah. Hood? So he gets locked up. Right, right. He he pur- he purposely gets locked up from from doing some kind of juvial um theft like like. I, I think it was theft or yeah. something like shoplifting. Yeah, something like that. So. And then uh, uh, he he call uh, then he basically he tells one of the deputies, "Look, I know Hood. Give him a call." Hood gets like, a call. Yeah, call 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 the big guy. Yeah. So the guy Hood gets called. Didn't he just have sex? Yeah, he was. He had just had sex with the the the, the, the wife the, to the, the guy he killed in episode one. one. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, which is still like, <laughs> like absolutely hilarious. That's that's still going on. Yeah, agreed, agreed. In episode six, like that, the repercussions of his of the guy's death mm. are still being felt. Oh yeah, in episode six, <laughs> and so Hood. Goes down like okay, I I need to deal with like I need to figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah. Like the apparently this quote unquote guy knows me. So, uh, and <laughs> the God, I'm not. It's not Emmett, but it's it's the other guy. That, oh yeah. Oh God, I I know we should know this guy's name. Right? <laughs> We're so terrible. I so it's the other male officer. Mm-hmm. He's already he's on the phone and he's like. Waves back towards the the back cell and, yeah. and points for Hood that the, the guy's back there. And Hood gets to the cell. The guy has his ha- face kind of hanging because he had like long hair. Mm-hmm. Which and, is actually kind of a cool reveal. And actually. so that, I like the, the yeah, shot. The, the guy like starts to what, laugh and like mm-hmm. look up. Yeah, because Hood asks him, Do I know you? And he turns around and laughs. Oh, do you know me? Yeah, yeah. and so. And then it pans up to Hood, and he, Hood is like, "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> so he like he realizes who he is. Yeah. And so they then go to what lunch? Yeah, they go to lunch. And yeah. try to figure out like what the fuck to do. Right. Next. Because he clearly can't stay in his town. He knows Hood's secrets. There's already too many people enough already who know Hood's secret. You got Anna slash Carrie. You got Job, and you got Sugar. And those three are fine because 
Hood, for the most part, can trust them. Because they're all past cops. Yeah, past... Like, yeah. the, there was a code that they lived by. Right, right. And this guy doesn't seem to really have a code. He just seems to string on to whatever he... And Sugar, which Sugar brings up... Right. At the, at the very end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About, like, this guy is, has, has a MO of, like, he's going to love everyone mm-hmm. in prison. Like, mm-hmm. he goes around to everyone, like... Loving him around and whatnot. Yep, like, yep. he has no real... Allegiance. Like, yeah. true loyalties to anyone, but right. just himself to make sure he stays alive. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, he, he, he'll, he'll befriend you to often maybe, say, use you? Yeah. So... So, at this diner, uh, Carrie comes in with a friend mm-hmm. who... She right off the back notices and can tell this guy is, is, is an ex-convict. Yeah, she notices the tats. She yeah, notices everything. Yeah. yeah, so Hood gets up and goes to the bathroom, quote-unquote, bathroom and mm. talks to Carrie. And Carrie pretty much says, like, back off, dude. Like, you need to get this guy out of here. Yeah, because... He's, he's going to screw things up for all of us. Yeah. And plus, plus, low-key Carrie seems like she's kind of worried about him. Yeah. Especially with the ending of the last episode where Carrie sat next to him and had ice cream, so. Yeah, and so, but Carrie's friend. Yeah. Had that look. Of like, oh, she's doing something scandalous. Yeah, like, she, like, she could, she was able to read the chemistry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, that, there was something going on between mm-hmm. her and Carrie, and that's all we see of that, like, mm-hmm. you know, that one. I'll tell you what's going on. Yeah. I'm just kidding. That's, that's not going on. That's not going on. At least not yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag spoilers. Um, and so, uh, well, so then. Yeah, so after Carrie kind of confronts Hood, she tells him, look, this, this, is, this isn't good company for you to keep. And Hood is aware of this. Hood knows this. Hood's been trying to get rid of him the moment he saw him, honestly. And so Hood, what is, what is he, he fixes him up with, with a place to stay, yeah, like gives a him hotel, a shower, yeah, a motel room. gives him some money, a motel room, and then sends him on his way. He's like, look, man, I got a truck for you. These guys are going to take you all the way to Pittsburgh. Get the hell out of here. Don't fucking come back here. I don't want to see you in this town again. And the guy's like, yo, Hood, thanks, man. You opened a brother. I appreciate it. And then, you know, he, he leaves. And you're like, whoo. Hood got that burden off of his back. He already thinks he does. Yep, or at least he and thinks. And so, later you see the, the cellmate at uh, the Indian casino. Mm-hmm. Do it, like, just, like, shooting craps. And yeah, he's shooting craps and, sp- and blowing the, the, what, 2 two K, the two grand that yeah. Hood gave him. Yeah, I like, and it, you see it, it go cut back and forth between the crap table craps table mm-hmm. and in the bathroom with a hooker right. snorting coke off this hooker's it- chest yeah yeah like bare chest and yeah. like holy shit this guy's not going on a bender yep so mm-hmm. he then like he's on a hot winning streak yep and then just as everyone knows this. the house always, always wins. wins yep so he just fucking loses it and then he gets rowdy with the security, gets locked up at the casino, a little jail. Yeah. Uh, the son of the main chief calls out Hood, mm-hmm. says, hey, there's this guy here. Could you take him? Mm-hmm. And then... Hood is furious with this oh, man. Because first of all, he didn't. He first of all, he basically spat in Hood's face. Hood gave him two grand. Hood gave him a place to stay, cleaned him up, and and gave him a new, new fresh new start. And and he told Hood, told told him not. Hood told him not to come back to this town again. And what does he do? He not only does he stay in the town, but he causes trouble and spends all the money that Hood gave. Hood is beyond furious with this man. Yeah, and and as Hood is escorting. This guy out, mm-hmm. he calls the sign chief or something like that, yeah. some like derogatory term. Yeah, um, it's, it's a little racist. It's yeah, a little racist. just a little yeah, racist. Yeah, and the the son just gets pissed. pissed. Was like, he fucking like throat grab him? He yeah, like and, and, vice gripped his ass he, and says, "I, I was I was being nice yeah. until this point. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to call." Hood yeah. mm-hmm. to come and pick you up. Yeah, I could have done. I had you got like like. Implicit, like both kind of explicitly and implicitly imply, and he would have been fucked up yeah. royally. Yeah. 
you know, beyond beyond what we can really imagine. Yeah. Especially being on being on on on, on land, Re- reservation land. land. Yeah, the the, the r- rules are different. Yeah, like re- the reservation land follows its own rules. rules yeah. Uh, so they they, it's sovereign land. Yeah. So they can more or less within reason do what they want. Yep. And so and that's what the sun implies, and we could have. Gotten yeah. away with more or less yeah. murder. Here. And Hood is not a fan of, of, of the of the son who 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 helps runs this casino. But that's how pissed off Hood is with, with, with this guy who spat in his face. That Hood Hood just kind of lets the son just chew the guy out. He oh chew- yeah, and, and yeah, with rightly so. Yeah. So. And then what do we have next? Like next scene, we kind of see Hood taking care of this guy once again, giving him a nice sugar. Him and Sugar are giving him a nice yeah. steak with some some good food and a good beer. Yeah, and the cell, like the former cellmate says, "Hey, I know what you did. I have seek. I have shit." On you that no one else knows. Oh yeah, he tries to flip the tables on Hood. He's like, "Look, I think the power dynamic is a little off here." And Hood's like, "What do you mean?" And he's, he's like, "Yo, you you got a nice little gig set up here. I want in, and you can't tell me that I can't because you know I know your secret. Therefore, yeah. I, I now he's like knowledge is power. Therefore, I have the power here." And Hood gives his very w- worried look at uh, Sugar, and Sugar looks at him equally worried, like, "Yo, this is this, this is a problem." Um, yeah. And so, and w- now what's interesting about this scene is that now that I've seen all of season one um, um, previously from a while ago, there's so much foreshadowing in this scene. Yeah. And even the, the build-up to it, you're like, wow, I picked up on so much. And I'll, I liked your comment when you were watching it. Mm. This is his last meal. meal. Much like in prison, how most inmates who, who are going death or getting ready to die, they get fed what a nice steak. And yeah, like, yeah, I... Because, you know, sometimes they request a meal. Yeah, right, request But like, if they don't request anything specific, they get a good steak. Steak, right. And this is a good steak, which the guy keeps commenting about about how this is a good steak. Yeah. The one that Sugar fed him. He, Sugar fed him. He, he, he said, oh, man, you know your um, you know your, know your cuts. Yeah, you know your cuts. Mm-hmm. You know how to cook yeah. and everything. Yeah, and ain't no... So I want to get off subject, but he says this line that I love a lot. He says, man, he's like, man, it's like you were, you were an ex-con and now you're on your own, on your own bar. And he's like... Hood here was an ex-con. Now he's the sheriff of a town. He's like, man, this place is like haven for uh for ex-cons. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and it to, and he that's partially the truth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Banshee is kind of a, a town that, that like if you have the gumption to 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 take everything that you want, you um, you'll do fine. Yeah, Banshee is that type of town. So, but anyway, like you know, uh, he he gets that great steak. And he gets killed off screen. Right, and it's it's and kind so, of a it's kind of a badass uh way they do it though. Like yeah, like we don't like we the I viewers don't see, see what happened. Yeah, all we see next from at least in the present day. Yeah, is Sugar and Hood out on the lake sharing a bottle a bottle of liquor. Yeah, and That's like it. yeah, and what are they doing? They're they're going over. Um, Sugar is, is Sugar is once again spitting some good knowledge to Hood and telling him, "Look, man, we've I've known guys like this." Yeah, and yeah, yeah. he just dropping the yeah. knowledge on like mm-hmm. from on high. Yeah. And like, and honestly, that was kind of a good thing to go because it kind it kind of like uh tells it kind of makes Hood feel better about his decision to yeah. to, to murder uh, his 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 old cellmate, right? Yeah, just to cover his ass. Yeah, because and and, and Sugar Sugar's not. Not wrong though, because that guy, if, if if Hood would have let that guy live, and he, that guy would have kept digging, digging big, dig deeper holes, and Hood would have gotten more and more and more I, trouble. And I, I just remember the Sub, F- subplot. Yeah, the subplot the, with the, F- uh, the FBI agent. Oh shit, dude, that's, a, that's another subplot. That's yeah, right. I forgot about. So the- you talk about the FBI agent. I'll talk about the other thing I forgot to okay. mention. So at the beginning of this episode, an FBI agent comes in and right. pretty much gives. Uh, Hood and the other, uh, the white other white male, share, uh, uh, police officer shit mm. about um, all the shit that's going on and like losing the witness and whatnot, yeah. and so he's in town to make sure, sh- like, because he made the comment about Proctor always showing up on the databases at the FBI, just can't pin anything on him, so he's there to quote unquote help out, and make sure everything goes right, mm-hmm. and so. Like a few scenes later, you see this FBI agent uh, talking to um, 
the evidence, the guy who maintains the evidence. Right. And the the hand that was going to be used as a evidence is not there. Yeah. And he pretty much realizes that someone hacked into the database and created a new profile as a guy to be able just to walk in, get the evidence, and then walk out. And he he got the FBI agent gives a lot of shit to Mm -hmm. uh, the evidence handler Mm -hmm. guy. And the evidence guy's like, I've been working here for 13 years. I know everything. Mm -hmm. And so that's... This FBI agent is now like a new thread coming into Banshee. Yeah, and that's kind of a problem because, like, that's the last thing Hood needs because the FBI, they're the FBI, man. So all they, uh, it's a problem for Hood because all the FBI has to do is dig just a little bit yeah. more, more than they should, and they might discover that Hood isn't who he says he is. Yeah. Therefore, so he doesn't want to cause a lot of trouble. Yep. Because uh, Hood is taking conservative view of mm-hmm. what needs to happen with Proctor. Right. At this point, yeah. the other officers like, come on, we need to be able to do yeah, that. Yeah, we yeah. need to do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And taking more of a hood attitude. Mm-hmm. And, and so the roles reverse. Reverse, yeah. Which it's is a, kind, that, of, kind it, of a cool dynamic. It actually is pretty cool. I noticed at the beginning. I was like, wow, this is actually kind of cool. Yeah. But you understand why Hood is doing what he's doing. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. Now, there's another subplot that's happening in episode six. There's a lot of stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Another subplot going on because you have uh, my girl, Carrie slash Anna, um, who... Oh, who, who So her, her family is... And in, in a bit of disarray right now because her relationship with her husband isn't necessarily the best because he's starting to pick up on the fact that she's becoming a she's become a bit more distant since Hood's coming to town. Yeah. And then her kids are starting to pick up on some things. And then to add the cherry on top, her son who is extremely ill. Yeah. He, he, like asthma related. Yeah. He you find that he has a bad lung and which is going to be an expensive treatment, surgery, and all that stuff has drastic measures has to be taken or her son won't make it. So she's stressing because her. Her husband is losing faith in her. She, or her children are picking, are picking up and noticing her um, her distance. And then her son is in peril. So... Yeah, and she keeps saying, oh, it's be, it's all because of what happened right. with the biker gang. Yeah. You know, like, like she's just still trying to... Process. Cut, yeah, process what what's happening with that yeah. but that's just a facade yeah to 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 a normal person that that would be enough to yeah. to, to to make make someone distant but for a Carrie slash Anna she's a certified badass she's seen shit like this before yeah so she she's able to easily slide that stuff off right so and, and the real the real problem is the fact that hood is in town and it's yeah she so she's still trying to figure out what the like her emotions her feelings for Hood and what yeah. needs to be done, mm-hmm. and she's just using the the attempted rape yeah. as the excuse right. for her being distant. Yeah, and to a degree, man, I feel really bad for her husband yeah. because he has no idea who Carrie really is. And and to be honest, though, like once again, this goes back to what I was saying: how like uh, figuring figuring uh, identity and all that was a big deal in the last episode, and it carries it's it's carrying over in this episode oh, yeah. too. And at the end, at the very end, if if you guys don't remember. Rabbit, whenever um, Carrie broke into Rabbit's home, um, she, uh, she basically said, I want Hood. He basically said, I want Hood. Yeah. And, and everything will be forgiven. And everything will be forgiven. because, And then all of a sudden, like, Anna, she gets on a phone that's untraceable. She calls Rabbit. And she says, I'll bring Hood to you. Yeah, she offers to turn Hood in. Yeah, and, give me a week and I'll give it to you. Because she, she wants to be free. Yeah. But before we end this episode, we have to talk about one other scene. What is that? The fight scene between Hood and Albino. Oh, okay. So before we talk about the fight between Hood and Albino, I want to talk about my favorite scene in the entire episode. My favorite scene is actually more or less because it's humorous. So whenever Hood tries to go try to make a deal with uh, the Albino, the Albino's like, nah, fuck that. You just made me angry. You spat in my face. He's like, like, nah, the rabbit doesn't have to know because... Fun fact, Rabbit actually hired the albino to make Hood's life in prison a living hell. And so Hood tries to go negotiate with the albino. Albino's like, nah. And so Hood uh, finds one of uh, albino's 
kind of like boy toys in prison, yeah. and he scars them up. And, yeah, and just like yeah, does a Joker smile. Yeah, and like so think, yeah, from like you think of the Batman, like the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. And, think of that. Yeah, and so and it's interesting because like uh, Hood's um, uh, roommate, his cellmate, sees this crazy shit he just did. Anyone knows that if you touch any merchandise that's considered to be owned by the Albino, you're done for. And so whenever Hood goes crazy and scars up um, one of one of uh, Albino's boy toys, it, it, it zooms back and you see his his, his cellmate. He's like. Ugh. He does like he's like what the fuck. He does yeah. the look on his face was like holy shit. And I don't know why, but yeah, I love like, just like I'm done. I'm done. I love that scene. I don't know why, but he's like god damn, man. <laughs> yeah. So Hood, because of that, gets put in, in the, the ICU. Yeah, the or isolation. Or isolation, right? Yeah. Sorry. And so after he gets out out of, out of isolation, I'll, him and Albino have the confrontation. Right. They go back. I they go from the yard. Back inside to mm-hmm. have more, like, I don't know, security. Yeah. I don't want to say security, but more, you know, alone time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, all of Albina's crew, like, form, like, a, you know. A circle around. Yeah, the and, Because like, they know it's about to go down. They know Albino went so up. So, Albino pretty much says, you're going to be my bitch. Mm-hmm. You have to do a few things. And he pretty much drops his pants mm-hmm. and says, give me a blowjob. Yep. If you do a good job, you might live a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But if not, done. Yep. And so, Albino has a knife in his hand to kind of like, if Hood doesn't do a good job, boom, kills him. Or at least starts to, starts to kill him. Mm-hmm. Hood starts to go in, knocks, gets the knife. Boom, slices down there and starts cutting Albino. And Albino's just screaming bloody murder and they start to get in a stranglehold and eventually, I, this choreography is really good. Oh yeah. It's the, I, one of the good fight scenes in Banshee, which yeah. there are many good fight scenes in all four seasons. This is probably like the best one in season one or mm-hmm. like top three. Right. And so... To end this fight, Hood eventually wins. Mm-hmm. Like choking, choking the shit out of Albino. Oh yeah, it is stressful. Then, this and, whole episode is stressful. And so, uh, Hood brings over uh, a dumbbell and just like props the Albino's head slash neck on the the dumbbell, mm-hmm. and then gets a big free weight and just stands over and just. Plows it right like, in the, the yep. neck and head area yep. of Albino, killing him. And this is in front of Every, all, everyone. Yeah. So everyone knows not, not to, to fuck with a hood. Yeah. Yeah. So and he goes up to the Albino's main guys like, "We good?" And the guy's like, "Yep, we're we good." Good. Yeah. Because all of them are free now. They don't have to follow the Albino's rules. Yeah. And, and that pretty much and ends wraps this episode up. And the thing that's crazy about this episode is now it makes me want to go watch more because like okay, because we got so many loose strings we got to tie up, so many things that so many things that got us worried. Like Anna, she's about to fuck over Hood. We got uh, the the who 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 broke in to the place and stole um, the evidence, right? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. And then we then what else do we yeah, got? There's yeah. another there's another loose. There's all kinds of shit that that's being built up now, and now we're just like oh god. Yeah, and there's only four episodes left in season, season one. one. So it's getting to the climax of mm-hmm. the season, and it's, you know, it's getting said, juicy. It's, it's a slow burn, but mm-hmm. it's starting to heat up a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much episode five and six. Yeah. So, any last words? Uh, nah, other than the fact that, look guys, if you guys are, are, are enjoying this, keep paying attention to it. Um, if you guys have not seen Banshee, give it a go. You guys might like it, although it is very uh, gory, gratuitous. may not be your thing, but uh, listen guys, this is Dez from Featuring Dez, and this is my co-host Brandon. Yo! And we're signing out. Peace!
me to a place where I don't care. This is me and my liquor stuff moves. I'm at the liquor store, swish around, Mr. Cho. Give me more, a drink of flower, sinking soda, need you, bro. Change in my pocket, slow, stop and go. Hook me up for cheaper, though. I pull the race card, cause it's Korean owned. I seen the older folk put the fake in some lucky numbers. A pack of smokes, a bath for throats, but it does do wonders. I spend a bunch of summers hanging out at storefronts. That sweet sound ringing bells once the door shuts. Scored blunts and take everything that's inside out I treat this place like my personal hideout 40 years to freedom 30 days of drinking but I'm only in my 20s and I'm thinking that I need it never sleeping like a genius position like a fetus it's a cold world we live in and the liquor keeps me heated I just spit my old English while I dream about them new castles and homeless man I want the same thing that you cause my job's got me going nowhere so I To a place where I don't care This is me and my liquor stuff blues I take one shot for my pain One drag for my sorrow Get messed up today I'll be okay tomorrow